Welcome to Recloseted Radio, the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing sustainable apparel company, or looking to make a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and each week I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, let's get started. In this episode, we are going to talk all about sales conversions, and in particular, how you can increase your conversion on your own website's e-commerce platform. I always encourage our clients to have sales on their own website first and foremost because the profit margins are obviously better because if you sell to another retailer or another online e-commerce store, they usually take a cut and a percentage. And I know for slow fashion brands, your costs are already so high. So it's really important for all of you to have a healthy profit margin, which is why your own website's e-commerce platform is always the best way to go. But beyond the profits, the data that you get is equally important because you will have direct access to customer data like how much your customers are spending on your site and your average transaction value, how many of your customers are repeat customers and come back to buy more products, what products sell the best and what colors or what styles seem to be really resonating. Having that data is actually really, really, really valuable for you. So beyond just the profit margins, the data is really important as well. And so long story short, that's why I really push brands to be selling on their own e-commerce platforms. And today we are going to focus about how you can increase sales conversions or how you can really convert more customers that go on your website to purchasing your products. So there's six steps that I am going to walk you through today. So if you have a notebook and pen handy, you can definitely jot notes. We are also going to be doing a blog post corresponding to this podcast episode. So I'll definitely link it down below too if you really prefer to read things or you just aren't able to take notes right now because you're driving or whatever it is. The first step is to ensure that you have a really good product that has product market fit. I have talked about this already in previous episodes because we are doing an increasing sales and scaling your brand series right now on Recloseted Radio, but having product market fit is so important because we cannot just make product for the sake of making product. We need to have something that our customers need and want and will really put down their credit card to buy it. If you have something people desperately need and want, it makes your sales and your marketing that much easier. So that is a foundational item that you really want to make sure you have down pat. And if you don't know how to figure out product market fit, then send us a DM at Recloseted. We're happy to help you, but it usually involves a lot of market research, a lot of understanding your ideal customer, and just sitting in that data and really being creative and brainstorming what solutions you can make. The second piece after that is to look at the data. I talked about this a little bit in episode 86, so the last episode, but having access to data will really help you make informed business decisions. Sounds obvious, right? But more often than not, I find that slow fashion founders get intimidated by the data or they feel like they have so many other things going on in their business so they don't actually look at it. And that is actually such a detriment to your business because 
There's a lot of gold mines in there and you just need to look and you just need to spend the time in it. But sometimes people are just overwhelmed by it or they're too lazy to do it. So this is your friendly reminder and kick in the butt to look at the data in your business so that you can make decisions. And you might be wondering, okay, where do I get the data or what does that data even look like? Well, I would recommend you start with Google Analytics. And then if your website is on Shopify, I definitely recommend looking into the Shopify data as well. If your website's on Squarespace or any other platform, then I'm sure they also have e-com data too. So make sure you are looking first and foremost at those two places. And then of course, if you listen to the last episode, you want to compare all of that data to your forecast and to your internal reports and bookkeeping as well. At the very minimum, you should be looking at this data at least once a month. But I always push and encourage all our clients to look at it on a bi-weekly, if not weekly basis. Ideally, you're looking at it every single week. But if you get busy, I think every other week is okay. But you want to at least be looking at it on a monthly basis to begin with if this is not something you already do. When you're looking at your Google Analytics data or your Shopify data, there's a few things you want to be keeping an eye out for. This is obviously just a high level overview, but if you're starting from scratch and you usually don't look at this stuff, I think this is a good place to start. But first of all, you want to be looking at how many visitors you get to your site and how many sessions as well. Visitors are unique people. So if me and you go on your site, then there's two visitors. But if we both go on your site two times, so I go today and tomorrow and you go today and tomorrow as well, then that is four sessions. And that's also important to note too because most of the time your visitors are going to be lower than your sessions because you might actually have people come back a couple times, which is nice. But it's good to keep an eye on that ratio and just notice how frequently people are coming back and also some other data, which is just things like the average time they spend on your site. Are they just there for 10 seconds or are they there for 15 minutes or 30 minutes and like really browsing and shopping? You also want to take into account your bounce rate. So when people land on your site, are they leaving right away? And if that's the case, sometimes it's because they accidentally stumbled upon your website on their browser and they just didn't mean to. Or other times it could be things like your site's loading too slow or they really didn't like the aesthetic of it, or they just couldn't be bothered to figure your site out. There's all these different things, and obviously your bounce rate is just one metric, and there's a lot of different hypotheses or inferences you can make from it, but it is important to monitor it because potentially you may want to optimize your site or make it more user-friendly, or just think about the experience a little bit differently. Digging a little bit deeper into the data, you also want to look at what the top pages they're visiting are. Are they going to your about page? Are they going to your shop page? Are there certain products that are really, really popular? That's important to note as well. And you can also drill down and get really creepy with the data, but you can see what page they were on when they left your site. That can be really interesting because are they just reading your sustainability page and then leaving? Because maybe your sustainability page isn't that good. Or are they literally clicking on your product page, but they're not able to add it to cart, and so they're dropping off, and maybe something's wrong with your e-com? There's a lot of stories that the data tells, and so that's why I keep saying that it really is a goldmine, and it's important that you're in there very minimally on a monthly basis, but 
you know, as you start to incorporate this more into your workflow, ideally you're looking at it bi-weekly, if not weekly. Pages are really great to look at. You can also get so nitty gritty and really look at what buttons they're clicking, what links they're clicking. Are folks adding things to their cart and then abandoning their cart and not checking out? You can honestly get really, really creepy with the data. So I highly encourage you to play around with things and just explore and see what's going on on your site. Another thing you want to take note of is the traffic coming into your site as well. So where are people hearing about your site? And you can see this on Google Analytics pretty easily. And I would say Shopify and Squarespace usually do a pretty good job as well. But I ultimately think Google Analytics is kind of the best for this stuff. So when they are hearing about your site, are they coming directly? Meaning that they are literally typing in your URL. And so in our case, for direct traffic, they would be typing in www.recloseted.com. And that's actually really, really cool because that means that they are aware of your brand and their, your name and they're specifically on a mission to go to your store or your shop. And so if you picture this in a brick and mortar scenario, it's like they're at the mall, right? The internet's the mall, but they're at the mall, they've parked and all of a sudden they're walking with purpose to your specific store. So that's a really telltale sign of also your brand awareness and your brand loyalty and your marketing campaigns. So that's always really cool to keep a note of. They could also potentially hear about your website or stumble upon your site through Google search. So they could have just potentially looked for a slow fashion brand, Bohemian, or whatever you identify as, and potentially they stumbled on your site. Another way they could have heard about you is through social media. So through your Instagram account, maybe through your Facebook page or whatever other social platforms you have. They could have also heard about you from your email. And then sometimes there's also referral traffic as well. So for example, if you do a press interview and they link your website and their readers are now clicking onto your website from that press article, then that's referral traffic. And sometimes, more often than not, Google Analytics will actually capture which article they were on. So you can also see which press articles are doing better for you in terms of traffic generation than others. So again, very creepy, but very cool data for you to have. <laughs> so the first two steps in terms of finding that product market fit and looking at the data are really going to set you up for success in order to be able to improve your conversion. Those are both foundational items you need to have done in order to be able to start to optimize things. So once you have the product and the data, the next thing you want to do is start to analyze that data and pick out problems. In the last episode of Recloseted Radio in episode 85, we talked a lot about sales forecasting. So we talked about making note of your website traffic, your average transaction rate, and also your conversion rate. And I know this episode is all about your conversion rate, but I do think it's equally important to address the whole funnel and your whole sales system. So when you have all of this data and you also have your monthly sales forecast and you have that target, then what you want to do is go through line by line and see where the problem is. So is your problem with your website traffic and is it lower this week than last week or is it lower than where it should be? Or are your average transaction values just lower as well and people are just spending less on your site? Or is it your conversion rate and your conversion rate went from 4% all of a sudden to 2%? And in reality, it could be a bunch of these things. It could be all of them. It could be one of them. It could be a couple of them. But 
it's really important for you to take the data and really figure out what's going on because when you identify the problem, then you can solve it. And some things that clients have noticed is, for example, if they had an influencer campaign that did really, really well last month and this month, they don't have anything else planned, then of course the website traffic is going to go down, right? Or if you are spending less on advertising this month, then you should probably expect that your web traffic is going to go down as well. But if things are being kept constant, but you're finding that you're making less than you did last month, then you definitely want to double click and see what's going on. In particular, with your conversion rate, if you're finding that it's dropping and everything else is constant, the first thing you always want to do is just double check to make sure your website's functioning and running properly. This one time my client was spending hours and hours trying to figure out, you know, if her marketing all of a sudden wasn't working or if her ads turned off. But what actually happened was somehow her backend Shopify glitched and her checkout page wasn't working anymore. And so she was definitely losing sales because people weren't checking out. And she eventually found out because one of her customers DM'd her. But if her customer didn't DM her, she would still not know what was going on. So if your conversion rate's ever down, the first thing you always want to check is just to make sure your website's operating and there's no like tech glitches behind the scenes. And then the next thing, of course, is to go through your marketing and your sales executions and just see if everything's running. Like if your ads are still running, if all of that's still happening, if your products are still in stock, that's a big one too, because obviously if your top selling products are out of stock and people can't buy it, then your conversion rate's going down, right? So we have a checklist of items we have all of our clients go through and think about when they think their sales conversions are down, but just make sure you are going through that and making sure that you're double checking everything and everything's working because that's really, really important. Once you've checked all of those things and made sure that everything's working, then the next step after you've identified the problems is to create hypotheses around how you can improve things and what might be going on. So are you maybe, again, sold out of your top selling items or your top selling colors and people can't buy it and so they're coming to your site, trying to check out, but they can't and so then they're leaving? Or do you have seasonality potentially right now and people just aren't really buying swimsuits anymore or they're not buying shorts anymore? It's important to really think about what might be going on and every single brand, because you all sell different things and you all are in different areas of the world, it's going to be different, so I can't tell you necessarily what might be going on with you, but when you do work with us, we'll definitely customize and look at what's going on and help you through the data. But if you're not working with us, then what I recommend for you is just to take a look at all of your data, understand what your baseline is, and once things start to veer off course, really dig in and try to think about why that might be. Once you have your hypotheses, the fifth step is to test an experiment. So for example, if you were sold out of something and you all of a sudden now have a wait list and you are able to capture those leads and then eventually once you're back in stock, they can purchase, that can just, instead of ruining your conversion rate, just like push it back a little bit until you're back in stock. So test things out, experiment, think outside the box. And this is really where we shine when we work with our clients as well, because we're able to help them customize recommendations and customize things. But if you're on your own, then make sure you just put your creative hat on, your scientific exploring curiosity hat on, and just 
think about outside of the box ideas to improve things. Some examples of things that we've implemented for some clients as well, just to test and experiment, include abandoned cart emails. Those are always sometimes really effective. We've also done retargeting Facebook ads. So just play around with things. There's so many tools in the marketing toolbox that you can leverage. And so don't be shy, test and experiment and really see what will work for you. And then the last step is just to continue to go back to square one and look at the data all over again. I cannot stress enough how important this data is because if you do not know what's going wrong or if you do not know even what's going on to begin with, you cannot fix it. So if there's one big takeaway you have from this podcast episode, it's the fact that you need to dive into your data and start to look at the traffic, the average transaction value, and your conversion rates. And with our clients, with our CLL clients, when they're first starting out, we definitely make them do it on a monthly basis and we do monthly sales forecasts. But with our Conscious Apparel Accelerator Program or our CAA clients that are really looking to increase their sales and scale their brand, we drill down into a daily view. It's very intense, but it's almost like a sales boot camp. And we are able to go from that monthly to that biweekly to that weekly to that daily view. So that every single day they wake up and they know what their sales targets are, how they're going to reach their goals. And if they don't make it or if things start to veer off course, they course correct right away. And so that's essentially what I encourage you to go towards. But you can't get there if you don't have the data. So again, don't be afraid of the data. The data is a tool. It is there to help you and really help you succeed and make good decisions. After listening to this podcast episode, if you're really excited to really dive into the sales data, increase your sales and scale your brand, then make sure you subscribe to Recloseted Radio because I am releasing a bunch more sales and scaling episodes and you don't want to miss out. And then also we're doing a free sales workshop in September, which will be so exciting. We're going to be going through some of the sales data stuff we talked about today because I do know that sometimes it's really hard to explain to all of you over podcasts and audio format, how to do this stuff. So the workshop is going to be amazing. It's going to be free, which we're really excited about. And it's first come, first serve. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at Recloseted and turn on posts and story notifications so you hear about the workshop ASAP once we release it. And also sign up for our emails if you haven't already, because again, like you'll hear about it through our emails first and foremost as well. And then if you haven't already, we do have our free sales ebook and workbook that will get you started as well. There's a lot of exercises in there to help you. And if you haven't downloaded it already, you can do so at www.recloseted.com sales. When you download the ebook, you will also be put on the waitlist for CAA, which is our Conscious Apparel Accelerator program that helps to increase sales and scale slow fashion brands. This program, the doors will be open again in September, so really looking forward to it. When you download it, you'll be put on the waitlist for CAA, and that is it, I think. That was a complete mouthful, but again, like I hope that this was helpful for you. At the end of the day, we just want to see more slow fashion brands succeed. It breaks my heart to see that some of the slow fashion brands over COVID have gone out of business and have decided to shut down. and. Obviously, I don't want that to happen to you. So that is why we are putting out content like this. As the world slowly starts to go back to normal and people are starting to shop again, I do think it's a really good opportunity to brush up on your foundation, 
firm up your strategies so that you really are set up to successfully increase your sales, scale, and achieve all of your goals. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and tag us at Recloseted. And if you have any questions as well, don't be shy. Send us a DM. We always respond to our community members. And I will talk to you in the next episode. And that was today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you took a lot out of it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag us at Recloseted. Additionally, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because new episodes will be automatically downloaded and it also helps us as well to continue to provide this podcast for free to you and continue to share all of these valuable resources. If you haven't already, also make sure you rate Recloseted 5 stars if you think we deserve it and write a positive review. That really helps us as well. And we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.